What's going on, everybody? It is a beautiful day in January, and we are talking some politics here in the U.S. We got the constitutional expert, military veteran, Mr. Joe Lanou, and we have the YouTube sensation, Rockin' Thunder Dan, your man from the Rock and Roll Rebel Show. What's going on, everybody? It's been a day today. Uh, we've been looking at little Kamala Harris, and I've seen like a thousand memes, you know, on freaking Twitter. Uh, what you got going on, Lanou? Uh, the um, just some fines like John Kerry. I've got a little clip for John Kerry and uh, one for Kamala Harris. She was on the View today, and. Was that today or is that yesterday? I believe it was today. It, well, yesterday or today. Mm. But uh, I saw it first first thing this morning or this this mid-morning maybe. Mm. But uh, I just thought it was interesting how her ears and her listening can literally cut off the nanoseconds. Because when you listen to what Trump actually said versus what she's so truly genuinely afraid of him being a dictator, it, it's 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 pretty amazing to believe that's not intentional and, and choreographed she's worried about getting fired on her day off you know she's about to lose her job because you know joe biden and the administration is about to exit you know be evacuated evicted if you will from the white house and wherever she stays and having that little you know i used to be a, a da and now i'm the vice president of the united states that's going to be short-lived she has 10 more months and then she's going to be out of a job so but i think the argument is that, that my, my point to it is the in pull it pull it up let's listen to it let's listen to it let's listen, listen to her argument how it, it lacks any facts or any anything other than emotion uh, it's, it's strictly an emotional play because i'm angry at donald trump can't tell you why but he's bad and everybody else which which one bad. of these is it <clears throat> it's uh kamala's fake news at stake we've got a guy right now the the, the former president running for office openly saying that he promises to essentially be a dictator like the word essentially a person running to enter in back into the white house who is proud another republican debate that he is skipping front runner donald trump dominating headlines with this, this is from nbc about abuse of power do you in any way have any plans whatsoever if re-elected president to abuse power, to break the law, to use the government to go after people. You mean like they're using right now? Pressed later. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Except Look, what? He's going crazy. Except for day one. Meaning? I want to close the border and I want to drill. That's drill, not a that's, drill. That's not, oh, no. that's not retribution. I got I'm going to be, I'm going to be, you know, he keeps... We love this guy. He says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. We're closing the border and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. After that, I'm not a dictator. So that, okay. that, that, can, you can you stay categorical? You are fake news. Sir, go ahead. Can you stay and then so, there's that. <clears throat> it just, it amazes me how it's on the view and how the mainstream media runs with it. Like, we're, we don't have a memory. We, we're not smart enough to see it. Uh, it's just uh, dumbfounding. Yeah, no, I made a I made a video with Kamala Harris uh, today. I mean, there, there was like a million of them, but uh, I think I just made a short one. Let me see if I can find it. But, you know, uh, Thunder Dan, man, what's going on with you, man? How, what's been going on since yesterday? Oh, we're just doing the news on a daily routine, daily basis, trying to keep everybody informed. You remember, you got to get out there and rock the vote, everybody. Get out there and vote. Are you politics. scared? Are you scared? Are you scared, first of all, what could happen if Trump ever became, God forbid, president again? And what are you going to do to stop the crazies? I am scared. I am scared. I am scared as heck. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I'm traveling our country. You know, there's an old... I mean, that's what I did today. I am scared. I am scared. I am scared as heck. They're scared. She's going to lose a job for real. You made one like that too, huh? Everything, everything is just about emotions with them, their argument. Yeah. Did you see what's going on in New Hampshire uh, as far as I the think polling we, uh, is concerned? I think we cut old uh, 
Oh, Rebel off there. He was right in the middle about to tell us what his day was. Oh, yeah, yeah, Rebel. Tell me what his day was. Y'all killing it out here. Y'all killing it out here. (laughs) This New Hampshire poll has Trump ahead of Haley by seven points with DeSantis a distant last place. Tonight at a rally, Haley pitched herself as the most electable candidate. Trump and Biden are pretty much even. On a good day, Trump will be up by two points. I am in every one of those same polls. And I defeat Biden by 17 points. DeSantis is in New Hampshire tonight, but he first stopped at Haley's home state of South Carolina today, where he's polling better than he is in the Granite State. He attacked Haley and Trump for choosing not to participate in a Republican debate scheduled for Thursday. That's now. Well, that was that. But you know, Nikki Haley already sets you up, man. Rebel, I heard you was on, uh, you was on live. What was it on on YouTube or something? And you was like giving it to Nikki Haley, like, look, it ain't gonna happen. You're in third place. You know, you know, you're not gonna make it. That was pretty good. I listened to that this morning. Yeah, she's Nikki. Nikki. Nikki Haley's just backed by uh, the guy from LinkedIn, the guy that owns LinkedIn. She's backed by all Democrat donors. Everything's Democrat. They want to get Nikki Haley pushed in for Trump. They want to do something with the electoral college where they don't they don't get enough votes or something. I, I don't know what they're trying to do. Maybe she might even run independent. So they always gonna have tricks up their sleeves. Uh the Democrats don't sleep at night. The lizard kings are alive, and you gotta be careful out there. Pray to God. Heard that. Heard that. Is there anybody in this, this room that's not going to vote for Trump? Just out of No, don't raise your hand. It could be dangerous. Don't. They're going to say he incited an insurrection, these stupid bastards. He incited an insurrection. No, but is there, quietly raise your hand. Is there anybody here that's not going to vote for Trump? That's very nice. <laughs> that's very nice. Thank you. Yeah they, yeah, they definitely turned out in Iowa. That's, that story is, is, is written for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah 100%. trying to push the whole Iowa thing. They're trying to push the Iowa thing. Like only fourteen percent of the people voted, and they're all like, "Oh, if all the other three million residents, or I believe there's, I don't know, there's like one point seven, I think, registered voters in uh, Iowa." They're like, "Oh, it would have been different." And then Nikki Haley goes on TV saying she's neck and neck. She came in third place. She couldn't even beat DeSantis. She won't debate nobody. She's just got a lot of money, and DeSantis is running out of money, so he's probably going to drop out after New Hampshire. Nikki Haley's going to stick around till probably at least South Carolina. If she loses her home state, I don't know if the donors are going to keep paying all that money. You know what I'm saying? Because it's tough to just be throwing millions of dollars to a campaign, putting stuff up on Google ads, putting her all over on the TV when she's dumb. She wants you to have voters. She wants you to have ID to get on the Internet. So, I mean, if anybody votes for that, you might as well just keep Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, the whole... Uh... She, she's she stepped on it a couple of times, but I agree with you. I think she's she's I think she's got donor support till South Carolina, but uh, I think she's going to have to do very well though in New Hampshire. She's going to have to win between here and there. Otherwise, it's going to have to be a landslide in South Carolina. Even that may not save her. Well, she's not winning nothing. She's not winning nothing. Trump's winning everything. Trump's going to crush New Hampshire. He's going to have over fifty percent New Hampshire. I guarantee it. All those yeah. polls are wrong. The, I the they, can, they can say what they want to say about Iowa. Oh, Excuse me. They, they could say what they want to say about Iowa. It doesn't matter how many people didn't come out to vote. If they didn't come out to vote, that means they weren't excited about anything. You know what I mean? And it was snowing, though. It was like... It doesn't matter. Yeah, Everybody the, showed, the, the, the people that showed up... Only, uh, I believe, 200,000 people showed up. And this one had uh, like hundred had like 104,000 plus, plus the weather. So that's going to keep probably the other 60,000 people at home. And everybody already know everybody's going for Trump. They yeah. brother, they, I, y'all I, listen those, to the media. Those, it sounds like y'all are listening to the media. You got to listen to me. I'm the news. I'm the news. You are the news. Thank I you. think more people are seeing to it. Just like uh, the uh, Kamala's <laughs> little rant today. Uh, I think more people are seeing through it. Our memories aren't that that bad. But now, I don't know because they don't even talk about COVID no more. None of that stuff. And you see the stuff about, uh, I guess, uh, RFK Jr. was on the Howie Mandel podcast. And Howie Mandel was trying to tell uh, RFK, the king of vaccines and all that, that they're, uh, they, they they never said that uh, if you get the shot that you won't get COVID. He's like, I they never that said one. that. He's like, pull up the videos. And he shows all he the said, videos. I, I got the video. Right the video for the people. We need retribution for that, for those lies. Fauci jail baby put Fauci in jail yeah pretty much speaking, speaking of, of uh 
Yes, yeah, what about there was a, there was a gun uh, found today that may or may not have belonged to Hunter Biden, and it may or may not have had cocaine residue on the holster. No, oh, it did, no. it did. That's Hunter's gun. No, the gun. There wasn't a gun found today. It was the original gun. This actually is worse. It was the original gun that was found in I think 2018, um, and the pouch uh, leather carrier that it was in that's been in 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 federal custody and evidence <clears throat> since then has just recently been tested to find residue of cocaine on the holster because hunter Biden's trying to get the uh gun charge uh, dismissed uh and then the government <clears throat> came back in with this latest little tidbit of evidence that hey this is an ironclad open shut case there's no doubt about it it's a slam dunk we're not giving up on it we're not going to dismiss it so it looks like they're going to run at it i think the well, real story there is it could have been from that bag of cocaine that they found at the White House. Remember that one around Easter? No. Well, no, you'd have to have that, 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 that leather case. That leather case <laughs> and that, that cocaine would have had to be in the same place at the same time at some point in time. So it's hard I to see. say that. But uh, the interesting thing about it is it's kind of like the story I told about going to court and the officer never looked in, into the wallet to see whose ID was in there before they go to court. Here they are. That was 2018. How many years we're talking about? Five years. Five years. Nobody just now testing it. It either means they never have any intentions to ever prosecuting him or just goes back to the same reason that uh, police officer here didn't open up the wallet to see whose ID was in there. I either prove, confirm or deny the suspects that he had in custody. But, well, Hunter, uh, Biden was, Hunter Biden was out there funneling money for Big Joe Biden. He's the big guy, ten percent for the big guy. Put him on Barisma. I mean, the Bidens are the biggest. They're the biggest corruption ever. Biden finally learned yeah, yeah. to be corrupt. I mean, he had all the, those the, five, pro- the, the problem. The problem is we don't have. So you can't trust the Bidens at all. And they they do cocaine in the White House, cocaine on his gun. Hunter Biden's passed. If everybody knows, he's just a he's a complete screw up, a junkie. And uh, at least he graduated from crack and he's doing powder cocaine. So uh, give him a clap for that. You know, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Well, hang on. Nobody said that was powder cocaine. The oh, test they comes didn't. back for that is cocaine. <laughs> well, that's true. It could have been but... powder. It could it could have been. Ba- the only difference in crack cocaine and powder cocaine has been once converted from salt to a base. Still, yeah, baking soda. Melt it yeah. down. Hmm. Yep. Just converts it. But the. Um, um, I think the big deal is, is that well, the federal government's not pulling any punches. They laid, they didn't have to come out with this. Nobody ever had to say anything about it, right? But they they bring it out in court is it, is to to refute his motion to dismiss the case. I think it shows the government's not playing with Hunter Biden anymore. No, well, or they're saying, hey, before you wipe out the whole entire government, just in case the Republicans get in office, let it make it look like I was trying to do something. Yeah. They should all go down. We should bring back. Uh, they need to bring back uh, hangings in the streets and stuff for these clowns. <laughs> hangings in the street for cocaine. I don't know. I think I've uh, been on the other side of the fence on that I mean, issue. Not for that stuff, but I mean for the treason and stuff like that, and stuff like that. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. Well, they are. They're taking uh, President Trump through the ringers for what they're calling treason. You know, <laughs> the insurrection yeah. of the of the uh, Capitol. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and got you- WMDs. Remember, they lied about WMDs. They lied about that. I mean, we had presidents that drone striked Americans. I mean, it's just wild. We we killed what ten million Arabs and Muslims, and they wonder why they're mad at us over there in the Middle East for the last fifty years. Well, I, I, I just think Israel. places I think like that, you're just never going to find peace. Yeah, I, think, I, I, I think that's a. I think that's a. That's why I think it's I all think involved. I think Israel has a simplistic look at it. Blackmailed. What you got to say, Lanou? I know Lanou has something to say when it comes to Middle East. He's been there before. Yeah, I'm just saying that's a that's a very it's it's like saying racism's reason black people don't uh, prosper. No, that's it's, the CIA was selling cocaine and they prop them up with rap <laughs> right. lyrics. CIA was a rap lyric program. Yeah, I, think, I think the violence. situation. I think and the situation in the Middle East. Up, is, yeah, get him gassed up. What's up, Lanou? Get him gassed up. Just saying. I think the Middle East is a much more complicated problem, and it goes back long before there was the United States. They're essentially warring tribes. They've continued to fight. They fight each other. If we're not there, more Muslims kill more Muslims than we've killed. Yeah, uh, we go in, do well, we dominate? I mean, yeah, there we embarrass time. them. Holy Land. We, Holy Land, so I'll agree with that. We, we, mm-hmm. we embarrass them when we go. We shut them down. It's like the Houthis. Uh I don't know how much ordinance they put in the sky to actually get two hits that didn't even damn or didn't uh, 
disable the vessels that they hit. Uh, we shot That's down funny. with, with 16, like 16 strikes. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's what now? Rockets in the air. Lockheed Martin, Martin rockets. No, they're, they're, um, Raytheon. some of them are North Korean. No, 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 they're not shooting. Yeah, North they're Korea shooting. can't even get a rocket to shoot past the ocean, man. You figured they would have shoot something by now, but they're not. Put a hot air balloon that's floated across the U.S., you know? That was like with South Carolina kind of stuff where you at. <laughs> Did well, you see that damn thing on the beach? Oh, yeah, I mean, it flew right over my over my house, but all satellites are on balloons. Y'all know that, right? No. <laughs> no, I wasn't aware of that. I yeah, wasn't aware of that. NASA is the number one purchaser of helium. Really? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You learn something new every day. All right. Let's uh, let's move along to a little bit of a. Uh, I tell you what. I need to take a quick uh, refreshment right. break. Let me get a fresh. Re refresh of that one there. What you got there? Rock and roll rebel. Um, he got some good stuff up here. We're gonna listen to a little bit of uh, Vivek Ramaswamy talking about how the uh, Second Amendment applies to Americans. Check this um, out. So my question was going to ask you, like. Based on your background um, and your parents, how would you how would you manage that in terms of helping immigrants who do come to this country, mm -hmm. um, who do look at the gun thing and say, "I love America, but I don't understand this gun thing. Why yeah. Why do we need the Second Amendment? Why do we need guns in yep. America? Because that's what I get a lot from the people that I know who are immigrants who come here. They love the country, but yeah. they say, "Why the Second Amendment?" So, so it's interesting because I think. Immigrants who come from other democratic nations right. may be different than immigrants who come from places like Iran, yeah. okay, or, or China or other despotic regimes. Here's why. China and Iran, so I brought them up earlier, let's use those two examples. Yeah. Both countries actually, on paper, even in their constitutions, enumerate the same freedoms we have in our Bill of Rights, except the Second Amendment. Yeah. So the Second Amendment is actually the amendment that puts the teeth into all of the other ones. I went to the NRA meeting and, uh, you know, the guy was trying to quiz me. He says, well, what does AR-15 stand for? I said, yeah. it stands for freedom, actually. <laughs> That's what it stands for. Yeah. And you know what? When the British in the American Revolution, where do they want to come? Where the guns and bolts were kept. Yeah. Because they understand that would have been the source of freedom. Black Americans, after the Civil War, to go what Tani said before the Civil War, after the Civil War, mm -hmm. a lot of the main laws that were passed during the so-called Reconstruction era that stopped black Americans from securing the freedoms that we fought a civil war to actually secure were the first wave of anti-gun laws yep. that stopped black Americans from owning guns. So whether it's Iran, whether it's China, whether it's even our own nation at our less proud points in our history, we actually need to provide a backstop, okay, for all of the other rights that are written on a piece of paper. What allows us to secure those rights in real life the way I explain it to people is, it's like the equivalent of the, when the Cold War, you know, we had this mm -hmm. concept of mutually assured destruction, destruction yeah. right? The US and Soviet Union would never go to war because each side knew they were subject to destruction by the other. Mm -hmm. And so that actually gave us yep. the peace that kept the war cold rather than hot. It makes some people uncomfortable when I say this, but I think it's the true spirit of the Second Amendment. That's what happens when you have a relationship between a government and its people. Yep. I, you know, people of sheep breed a government of wolves. That's yeah. what the Second Amendment's about. That's not, it's to make sure. Dang. People are sheeps and the government are wolves. And that's what the Second Amendment's all about. Yeah, they knew. They knew that if they didn't have, if we didn't have the Second Amendment, imagine well, how we, we'd be like China, bro. You know what I'm saying? You got to have your little QR reader up to leave the buildings and all that shit. Yeah, but, uh, I seen something on the news about they were they were doing that to the fishermen or something. You seen that on the East Coast? The fishermen they had to put GPS tracking devices in them so they weren't going to be around whales or some shit like that. Oh uh, no, I didn't know. I didn't see. Yeah, they have to ask permit. It's like putting an ankle monitor on, but each one of the vessels have to have it, and they're going to put it, you know, on public forum that everyone can see their secret fishing spot and stuff like that. And they have to pay. Uh, I think it's eight hundred dollars a day to have some kind of observer to be on the boat with them to make sure that they're following the rules. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just throwing like dynamite in there and have all the fish float up. I guess, man, <laughs> I guess that's what they're doing. They know the most part. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're fishermen. They bring fish in. I mean, however they do it, that's how, that's what they do. They, they, they said, the guy said, well, 
if something doesn't work out with this, you know, what would you do? You know, he's like, what? <laughs> there is nothing else. I don't know anything else. That's all I know is fishing. You know, I have to figure it out, you know, but he said the government red tape saw Joe Biden is what it was on Fox news talking about the fishermen today. And, uh, let's see here. I got one more thing to show you here. This is uh Joe Biden. He's so fucking stupid and old. He's talking about let's go Brandon when someone was wishing a Merry Christmas. Watch this. I hope you have a wonderful hey, Christmas. Well, yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Uh, Merry Christmas you. and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Yeah. Hey, by the way, where are you in Oregon? <laughs> they don't even know, bro. I, know, I can't I just, believe he's just a president of the United States. That guy is completely gone, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you don't know that everyone in the whole entire country has been saying, let's go, Brandon. I mean, let's go, Brandon. Know. I agree. You know, you're like, uh, you know, right. defense secretary, he didn't know where the defense secretary was. We're in war. They're not reporting it. So I don't know what's going on. Who's running what? I don't know if the Pentagon's running shit. The Central Intelligence Agency's running shit. Barack Obama behind closed doors is running something. The Rothschilds. I don't know. It's not Joe Biden. That's for sure. So what do you think about Vivek on that, uh, about his, when he was talking about the the Second Amendment after the Civil War, it was the gun laws and everything. When you're talking about people's rights in the Second Amendment, that they were trying to prevent black Americans from having guns and stuff after this, after the Civil War. And he was saying, but the Second Amendment actually equals freedom. And he was going into that whole thing. Uh, that what separates us from other countries is arming our citizens and something like that. I mean, he made some pretty good points. Yeah, well, he's he's one hundred percent correct. But actually, the first gun law was uh, in the early eighteen hundreds, and I believe it was South Carolina or Virginia. One of those two states was the first to enact it that said that a freed slave couldn't own a firearm because you had freed slaves at that point. You know, people would earn their their freedom for whatever method, I guess, they were to get freed, then, uh, but they couldn't own firearms. And then in Florida, it was a law for a while that, uh, and I think this could have been after, maybe after the Civil War, but I'm not sure. But there was a law that allowed any white person to enter a black person's home in search of firearms because black people weren't allowed to have them. So, yeah, restricting our, our uh, Americans' first, uh, Second Amendment rights actually began by restricting black americans their rights hmm interesting Racist. which one of these you want yes, to go into right. you want to go into strickland or something like that we got joe lanu baby to the Brother, we hit anything you want to hit there let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and uh, look at more hypocrisy since we started that vein with some john Kerry for walking human hypocrisy it's the only choice for somebody like me. The time it takes me to get somewhere. I can't sail across the ocean. I have to fly to meet with people and get things. Now he's talking about why do you own a a jet, right? Why, yeah, why do you fly the, a private jet? Why do you fly a private jets? This is like a pre we'll preface this with the what the whole thing is about. John Kerry is our, our climate czar, but he goes everywhere in a private jet. He's all over the place. That's Iceland 2019, where he flew there to get an award on how much he's saved the planet or something. How good of a climate activist he'd been. So he takes a, flies a jet there. They go to Davos. Everybody goes there on private jets to tell us that we need to slow down on our, on our uh, uh, gas stoves and, and we need to get to electric as quick as possible, ride bikes. If you read their suggestions for Windmills. what we should do. Yeah. yeah, you read the suggestions of what the what the general public needs to do and what they're trying to push us all into by driving energy prices up. You can't afford it. So, you know, instead of driving, maybe I'll walk to the store, um, you know, conserve on, on electricity because, you know, it's so expensive. It's not that that's that's what they're, they're forcing us to do. But the John Kerry's of the world, the special elitist people of the world who think they're running some shit. They get to fly around on jets, but look in 2019, it's all a lie. It's all smoke and mirrors. This is the point. 2019, this is what he says. Control the tape. It's done. But what I'm doing almost full time is working to win the battle of climate change. I'm not going to be put on the defensive. And he's not going to be put on the defensive. No, of course not. 
That's not my jet. We don't own a private jet. I don't own a private jet. I personally have never owned a private jet. And obviously, it's pretty stupid to talk about coming in a private jet from the State Department up here. Have you flown on a private jet in a personal or official capacity since you've taken this position? 2023. Possibly once. I I don't. I think plane. And so the plane. You flew on that plane. uh, and then his wife owns Hines, years, right? right to the, the, this article the, is not that inaccurate. Hines, right? that your family owned a plane. Yeah. You flew on a plane. There, my wife Secretary, owned, Mr. Secretary, my wife here's, the, here's the issue. My wife, hey, wife is the head of Heinz Ketchup, bro. All those Heinz products. For real? Yeah, yeah. They're rich as shit. And they always go out to Davos in Switzerland for that World Health, uh, the World Economic Forum, bro. They're all out there doing crazy stuff. Do you see the day they had like some Indian lady? I've seen it. Like Elon Musk was talking about it. It was Elizabeth Warren. This is him at Davos. He's a special envoy. And what he tells about the private jets there. Most people I know to be able to try to affect this transition. Anyway, well, that was that. Over time, they expect us to forget in 2019 he's not going to be uh, bullied or he's not going to be uh, challenged on it because he's doing the good of the uh, he's doing the Lord's work in his private jet. The 2023 in front of Congress. By this point, after he gets asked those questions, his wife sells the jet. But oh well, I've well we've never owned a jet. We don't have jets. I don't have a jet. Went from we to well, I don't have a jet. Well, my my wife has a jet, and yeah, she the LLC has a jet, just not him. <laughs> she, she, you know, she flies me everywhere, but by God, it's not mine. It's all smoke and mirrors. Everybody knows what the hell he's talking about. He flies around on a private jet, but we're supposed to give up our uh, gas stoves. Yeah, and then some, of that. The, some of his uh, State Department climate agenda stuff is one of those things is 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 to really consider your travel plans. Oh, really? I need to I need to cut back on my shit. So you can fly with one person in a damn Learjet across the world to go pick up an award? Get the fuck out of here. Dude, it was just like uh, like, yesterday that happened. I can see homes that have solar power, like the Tesla battery solar powers. I don't know why homes probably aren't on that. I guess some places you don't get a lot of sun. But I I guarantee at least 50% of the uh, nation could probably have solar power houses that run and do all that stuff on batteries and then just have backup electricity. I mean, you could easily do that, but... They don't do that. They want to do the dumb stuff. They want you to drive electric cars so they can turn them off and all that stuff. They just want to have control over you. And somehow, I guess, I don't know where all that stuff comes for those batteries, the lithium, the cobalt. You got to figure out where the money trail is. And they're mining. And the real- they mine that stuff in Africa and all that stuff. They got just women and kids on that toxic stuff, just banging it, banging it out, trying to sell it on pennies on the dollar. And over here, you got to pay $30,000 for a Tesla battery. The, the real issue with liquid natural gas we can produce clean energy with nuclear. We can produce even cleaner energy. We, you don't really need windmills or the solar panels. They're great. If you can put them up there and they do when the sun's shining, you can get enough power to, to power your house. After that, you're running on a downhill bat thing on a battery. And, and a battery is not like if I put, if I put a thousand volts in a battery, it, like I fill it up like a jar of water, it's a process that burns off and you never really get the whole damn thing full. And there's a whole bunch of technology goes into it on how it charges. It can't charge the same way. It gets a memory and becomes where it doesn't hold as much. So you've got to have the computer backup systems, which is great. But we really well, don't free, need We have the ability in the air, according to Nikolai Tesla. Remember, Nikolai Tesla said there's free uh, electricity in the air. And I believe that's mm-hmm. how the old world was harnessing electricity. That's why you saw like all those old buildings that have like the antennas on top of and all that. The Egyptians had like some pod and then you had the wire running there. So there's all types of old yeah. technology we don't know about. Like Man, that's, uh, that's kind of like know, the, the pyramids was actually built right by there? aliens. You know that, right, Danny? What's that? The pyramids was actually built by aliens. Uh, no, I don't know who the no, really they the was built by illegal aliens, my friend. It was the people <laughs> that were here before. So I don't know what happened to them. I don't know where they went, but they'd have no bones or nothing out there. But they want to try to tell me there's dinosaur bones. They can find dinosaur bones from 50 billion years ago. Y'all know dinosaurs are fake too, right? I don't know. I think the Amazonian <laughs> has some real bones in there. What do you think that's from? Well, the fossil fuel, I believe, was like uh, one of the Rothschilds or something like that made it up to like it was fossil fuels. Like they're going to be rare, so they control them. Like the, the De Beers own all the diamonds. You know what I mean? They own 90% of all the diamonds. Hmm. It's all these old generation of wealth. 
like seven, eight generations that go back. I mean, our families, none of that have it. But these people with this old money and then they steal electricity. They you know Thomas Edison's original light bulb is still lit. Like they got light bulbs that'll never burn out. But I got a light bulb that's going to burn out every t- six weeks. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they just do it on purpose. So you have to keep buying and buying and buying. That's all they want. They want money. There's, they there's, want actually, money. Well, there's actually literature on the light bulb. Uh, and you're right. It was, but it wasn't the Rothschilds that, that did it. It was the, um, an international association of light bulbs because the light bulbs, they could, once they had everybody outfitted with light bulbs, they would, they would almost burn indefinitely. Uh, there's one burning somewhere on the East coast. That's one of the first light bulbs has been burning for over a hundred years in a firehouse nonstop. It has never been turned off and it's still burning, but uh, they did get together. They changed the steel compositions so that they would burn out. Uh, that way there was yeah, a little uh, filament thing that always b- blow. They had it where it was just made thicker and it would last forever. I, you know what? I'm not sure what the difference is, but the, you're right. They changed the filament so that it eventually it, would, it had a, it had a shelf life. Uh, but their their theory behind that was that eventually nobody would be making light bulbs because the demand wasn't high enough. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. Uh, I, I think it's just controlling the masses, man, because you know it's <clears throat> everything is optional, uh, uh, an equal or opposite reaction to everything that you do. Uh, or, or equal or opposite uh, spirit, uh, correlation to everything that you do. But uh, like when you say, hey, guys, I know it's freezing tonight, but I just want to let you guys know, do not let your faucets drip. We don't need to let the faucets drip. That's not going to make any difference whether your pipes are going to freeze, which is complete bullshit, but they don't want everyone to turn all the water and run so much water so we have droughts in the summer. So you want to tell everyone not to do it so the select can do it. Because there's not enough for everyone to do it the same. I'm not. Mm. Yeah, I'm not following the. the They're probably not. Yeah, I mean, I, I see what they mean because there's pumps and all that. How they get water out of the ground and all that. You know what's funny about water too? It's the only thing we know the ingredients for, but we can't make. <laughs> you you yeah. didn't they, they, I seen on the news they were saying don't run your water, don't drip your water during the freeze because it doesn't make it doesn't make a difference whether your pipes are going to freeze or not by dripping the water, leaving the water dripping. Yeah. You probably want to leave it dripping. You, you think it's because they just want, they want uh, pipes to freeze up and then uh, people get money and then you got to spend money and stuff like that. Or something. No, I just think it's the waste of resources. They also say like, well, the power grid is down. So everyone only sets your thermostats to 60 degrees, no warmer than that. We need to conserve electricity together. So then you turn your light on or got the music going or something in your house. And then the next door neighbors are on the next door neighbor Facebook page saying, oh, my God, how could he be using so much electricity knowing that we're all sparing the electricity together? You are like that's a you're listening to the news and you're torturing yourself with all that. I guess there's a, you know, for the masses to all stop to help the grid. So we don't go rolling blackouts, but I don't know, man, the select, they do whatever they want. They don't care about none of that stuff. Like the John Kerry's that are up in their, you know, private jet or even the ones like the private jets where the, the guys in Detroit were bailing out, you know, GM and, you know, Chrysler and all these they are getting bailed out. So they fly in their private jet to DC to get bailout money. And it's like, dude, you showed up in your private jet to get bailout money because you're going out of business, but you show up in a private jet. I mean, go back home and show up in a Prius or something like that. Remember? Yeah, I mean, I don't know about that. I don't, you know what? I don't care if John Kerry flies in a jet. I don't care if anybody else flies in a damn jet. That's kind of my point. Shouldn't care what I'm doing either. Don't tell me what to do. And then you get to think you're going to do whatever it is that you're going to do. Because go back to what we talked about earlier. What's really great about this country is this country was built for the individual. It wasn't built for the masses. It wasn't built for the majority. And it wasn't built for democracy. It was built for individuals. We have individual rights not given to us by our government. We have individual rights given to us by our creator, whoever that may be. But whoever it is, it ain't the government. They can't take them away. So, yeah, I don't know about uh, how... It, it kind of blows me up on comp- conspiracy theories because I think it's real difficult to put a, a very large, larger conspiracy, less likely I think it is to be a thing. Hmm. Uh, what you got over here? Um, let me see how those little. Uh, he's young and he's got some young ideas too, and that's a good thing. So he has a big, beautiful, bright future ahead. Vivek Ramaswamy. Come on up, Vivek.
we watched that we watched that one last night vivek he i think he's on fire man i think uh i think vice president is in vivek's uh future with uh Donald Trump. And by the way, for the uh, for the six people who are watching right now online, we appreciate you. Definitely like and subscribe. Go to the Rock and Roll Rebel Show on YouTube. Search on X or on Twitter. Find Joe Lanou. He always he's a thought leader on Twitter. Or follow Kingdom Radio, which you're seeing us now. Like and subscribe. Hit that alert button. It means a lot to us. But anyway, Lanou, what other thing did you have to uh, bring on there? The UFC well, we got Strickland rant. Yeah, we've got, uh, I think it's Jason Strickland. Strickland is UFC fighter. Have you ever uh, heard of him, Rebel? Yeah. You have? Yeah. Did you hear his little outburst, like in Canada, apparently? Yeah, 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 yeah. After he won the fight? Is that what it was? Is that no, the one I he's talking about? Pedos, or he's calling out Joe Biden? There's a I couple think, of them do it. I, hey, check this yeah, one out. He said some other things, but this is new, I think. Uh, is there a play button on this one? At the bottom. Yeah, I'm not able to hit it. Is this, is this a screen share for you, Lenin? Oh, you know what? You're right. Hang on. Yeah, so he was giving him hell, man. Yeah, I forgot I screen shared this one. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Glad to hear it. It's been great. Are you Canadian? Uh, of course I am. Are you part of the fucking opposition? Are you? Uh, I don't know how to phrase that. You, I mean, you got like fucking... Uh, yeah. Well, I did want to ask... Did you, you vote for Trudeau? Uh, you know, I'm not gonna say. And, and let me tell you something right now. But man says he's not gonna say. Like if you ask a motherfucker, did you vote for Biden? He's like, well, I'm not gonna say. That's none of your business. He voted for fucking Biden. Sean, so, hey, Sean, I'm glad you had great experience. So this is Our, this is what I'm talking about, you guys. The enemy, the enemy of Canada. Sure. Sure. Right. That's gotta be. I feel that. Uh, we've got a pretty supportive gay and lesbian yeah. community in this city. I did want to ask you about something you wrote a couple of years ago. <laughs> you said if I had a gay son, I would think I. Oh, well, look, another another. I'm saying in the swamp, you guys, the swamp. You become a champion. You become a star. And, and someone said, let me ask you something. Are you, are you, are you gay? Are you, let me, are you gay? Can I hear, can I get an answer? Well, I'm asking, I'm, this is a part of, are you, are you a gay man? I'm an ally of the community. Okay. If you had a son and he was like, you know, yeah, son, he was gay. You'd be like, oh man, you don't, you don't want a grandkid. No problem with it. Oh man, well, dude, you're a weak fucking man, dude. You're like, you're probably the fucking problem. You elected Justin Trudeau. Like, when you fucking, when he sees the bank accounts, like you're just fucking pathetic. And, and the fact that, the fact that you have no fucking backbone and and has he shut down your fucking country and seized bank accounts, you ask me some stupid shit like that, go fuck yourself. Move the fuck on, man. No, fuck really okay, I'm going to pause it there because we need an intermission on this one. Um, but, uh, wow. yeah, it's a, it's a press conference in, in, in Canada, and that's the first part of what he said to this guy about uh, Trudeau seizing bank accounts and that kind of business. But what would you think about that? <clears throat> He's a hundred minutes right. overall, bro. Right there. That's all, man. That's how I feel. It's, I mean, they only represent like, I don't know, maybe 2% of the community, but they're pushing it down everybody's throat. It's just, it's wonky. Yep. And uh, we definitely need some more men to stand up and not put up with this stuff. Cause like if someone asked you if you voted for Joe Biden, I understand what he was saying there. Like, yeah, well, that's not in your business. But you ask somebody they voted for Trump, they're going to be like, hell yeah, I did. Damn it. Damn it. All right. So that's intermission, but he hasn't sat down. He's standing up. You're right. Uh, rebel but he hadn't sat down yet here we go they asked the question but i did want to ask also things you said about the trans community you said uh this past october when they announced the bud light sponsorship that you'd go so hard on bud light in your next fight they'll have to accept me or denounce me when uh when they know what and we'll know what they stand for are you this guy's like that this canadian is not that canadian are you still going to use your fight time to kind of speak on that here's the thing about bud light here's the thing about bud light Ten years ago, to be trans was a what a mental fucking illness, and now all of a sudden, people like you have fucking weaselled your way in the world. You are you are an infection. You are the definition of weakness. Everything that is wrong with the world is because of fucking you. And the best thing is, is the world's not buying it. The world's not buying your fucking bullshit. You're fucking peddling. The world is not saying, you know what. You're right. Fucking chicks have dicks. The world's not saying that. The world's saying, no, there are two genders. I don't want my kids being taught about, you know, who they could fucking school. I don't want my kids being taught about, you know, their sexual preference. Like, dude, this guy is a fucking enemy. Uh, You want to look at the fucking enemy to our world? It's that motherfucker right there. 
asking these stupid fucking questions. Sorry, I'm, I, I told the UFC I was being nicer. Lance, Lance, am I am I still good with this? Am I, did I cross any lines? Yeah, he's asked, did he cross any lines with UFC, right? You just brought this fucking guy in here to piss me off. Yeah, I thought that uh, was an interesting rant. I can't say that I completely disagree with everything that he said. Or anything he said. (laughs) Yeah, I can't think of one. But, uh, well, that's awesome. Right. That, uh, I, don't, I don't want I don't want my kids learning. I don't want my kids being indoctrinated. I don't want it shoved down their throats. It's just not something that uh, that's a parent's job. That's nobody else's job. Not the government's well, job. Not the teacher's job. Not the fucking guy across the street's job or some fucking queer across town that thinks that uh, my kid needs to know about him. Yeah, they've been doing it since the '90s. Is really when they first started trinkling it in. You know, they had like uh, I guess Roseanne had one of the first lesbian kisses, and then Ellen came out. Then I remember, like, the real world had a gay person. And then now, all of a sudden, you fast forward to that, you had maybe one, two, or three up in programs. Now, I think they make every program. you got to have a mandatory gay. you got to have a mandatory trans. And there's yeah, no more white people in commercials. It's just gone. <laughs> I don't know. What's, what's the last good movie you've seen? Uh, I watched that Netflix one to the end of the world because I just wanted to see all the hubla on that, like, where they had uh, Barack Obama produce that. Um, yeah. I I thought that you was, think that was a good one? No, I mean, I, it kept me interested. It kept me interested, I guess, because I just wanted to see what happened. But, uh, I mean, if I had to rate it, you know, out of 10, I would have gave it probably like a 4.5. I like Denzel. Uh, and Denzel Equalizer 3. I watched that on the cruise ship, and then I watched it again like five times. I really don't watch movies over and over like that, but Denzel, that movie right there is badass. Equalizer 3. Yeah, that's that's not bad. That's not bad. I, I haven't seen that. I saw that. I think I saw the John Wick four. Saw that, and then uh, my, my point was? is they they kind of quit making really good movies. Everything Top Gun was the last movie I saw in the movie theater. Yep. Check this chick out. She was saying that she doesn't think she doesn't think that we sh- that people should be telling women what to do with their bodies. We must fight for it. And so on this issue, though, guys, listen, traveling the country, we're all adults. Women are having miscarriages in 2024. Mm-hmm. The government should not be telling women what to do with their bodies. I know, but it's like you're forgetting about what about the coronavirus thing? Yeah. You were telling everyone that they had to take a shot. Mandatory. Mandatory. And then now on another issue, it's not right for the government to tell people what to do with their bodies. It's like, eh. I can kind of see your point, but you lost me on that one. Yeah, that's what the Democrats know they fucked up. I mean, it's over for them. I think it's going to be a landslide for Trump this year unless they pull out some craziness. And then uh, hopefully we can get the country back. But, I mean, that's only going to be four years of Trump. you got to know they're all going to be lurking. They're in the corporations. They're on the TVs. They're, they make the movies. You know, you got to slowly weed this out. And not put, You can't put no money towards these people no more. Do you, you see how it. they're censoring, like uh, when they refuse uh, CNN and uh, CNBC, they're refusing to play any of Trump's speech. You know, I was listening to that on Fox earlier today, t- this morning. They're talking about, well, guys, we just can't put any untruthful things on the news. I would show it to you, but it, we'll let you know if there's anything that you need to hear from it. But we're not going to play that. And it was just so interesting that they're trying to mind control you and select what you need to hear and what you don't need to hear. They're trying to do you a favor and decide what you can listen to and what you cannot listen to. And if you stay with them, obviously, and that's like a communist view, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you're 100% right on that. But also, I guess because they know they had MK Ultra and all that, the CIA. So they know if you repeat something over and over, eventually people are going to believe it's true. And that's the stuff they do. And then I don't think a lot of people watch the view. I'd, I'd be curious to see what their ratings are. What do they pull? Maybe a million people, house moms and all that. I think it's all lies. You just see all the stuff that gets pushed with the bots and all that on, on TV. And then they know they can cheat at certain things. And that's how they get people to be fooled and stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, I understand some of the stuff the Democrats do. I felt like I was an old school Democrat. I think you, you are know, a Democrat to today. Them. I wanted to like legalize certain stuff and do what you want to do. I'm, the only thing I have is like, don't hurt nobody. That's my only rule. You know, do whatever the hell you want to do. Just don't hurt nobody. But 
I mean, the older you get, you know what I'm saying? The more rules they're going to try to get you to follow. Yeah. Lanou can tell you all about rules. He was a rule enforcer at one point in his life. The, um, first off, the Democrats have never been freely legalizing anything. The Democrats, uh, by far have them have more during a Democrat administration. You have more, uh, justice department uh, actions. Look under, uh, Clinton and Janet Reno's, uh, justice department. You had the Ruby Ridge, you had Waco, whether, however you feel about either one of those people living there, uh, the government, Went pretty hard. Yeah, we should talk about. It. You know about Ruby Ridge? That's a hell of a story. You I know about that. I know, hear about I know Ruby Ridge. Let's hear I know about Ruby that. Ridge and wow. I know Waco. Yeah, I know Waco uh, too. Waco was wild too, but Ruby Ridge is like one. It's like not a lot of people know about that one. Let's hear about. I know it. Ruby Ridge is, is a story. I can't it. remember the. I can't think of the guy's name or the, the even his last name, but he had some. Uh, he, had some he had a federal <laughs> warrant for his arrest, and he lived out in. Uh, on Ruby Ridge, and I want to say it was in Montana, but uh, it could have been Oregon. I don't remember the state. I'm doing all this off memory. If somebody wants to do some Googling and, and, and patch in the holes. Maybe we can great. do a show tomorrow on Ruby Ridge. Well, basically, Ruby Ridge was, I guess they seen, uh, somehow he was a Green Beret and all that, and they were worried, I guess, because somebody in town saw guns, so they wanted to go check him out. And uh, so they went and snuck up on him, and uh, basically they snuck up in the water. They shot his son, and he's like, what the hell's going on? And then I think his son shot back and killed one of the officers. So then he he went down to get his off. His wife went down to get the uh, check on the son. She ended up getting killed by the feds. And then he came out because he was an old Green Beret and he started fucking shit up. And then they just basically murdered over just nonsense. And nothing really ever happened. I think he had a lawsuit later on in life. But uh, yeah, it's just like Waco. You know, they put all the lies out like these people are crazy in there. That he, and, he wanted, and he and he wasn't crazy. He had he had a federal firearms violation yeah. now, probably for maybe even automatic weapon, and they were pulling surveillance on his property, and and the son run into run up on the two agents, and I believe the son shot one of them. They shot at him, and he shot back. I don't know if the son was actually hit. Uh, this this ensued a standoff over several days. Helicopters. They bring out snipers, and that's how the mother gets hit holding his child. She comes out the door. They shoot. Uh, they shoot her, kills her, and uh, you know what? And they did kill. They did kill the son. The son and and she dies. He yeah. surrenders after that with the child and goes to federal prison. Later, won either a lawsuit or had the conviction completely overturned uh, on that. And I think he did win a monetary or, or a tort lawsuit against it. But yeah, it's 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 bringing out snipers. It's bringing out special operators for American citizens. When our when our government looks at it, that's what we need to be doing. Then uh, that's that's a problem, in my opinion. Yeah, th this was uh, Joe Rogan was interviewing somebody about Ruby Ridge. A Green Beret from Vietnam shacks up in a rural Idaho, and he decides that he wants to have a life off grid. And the FBI, um, doing an investigation with the ATF, finds out that he has some kind of gun issue. And they need to do an investigation and they need to go on site. But here's this is almost it's crazy because there's similarities with our situation. You find out the guy's background. Like if you're developing a target packet on a bad guy, you would want to know the guy's background. Right. That's the first thing you do, because you want to assess potential risk to force and you want to mitigate risk overall. What's his background? Green Beret, Vietnam. Oh, fuck. Right. And everybody gets all fucking crazy. Right. They start going, oh, we need to find out more. So they do, they do surveillance. They don't just do off-site surveillance. They don't do long-range surveillance. They get in ghillie suits and low crawl to his fucking cabin, right, in ghillie suits. His son and his dog uh, are out on the property because it's his fucking property, and they discover these guys in ghillie suits. The son raises his rifle, shoots and kills one of the uh, FBI guys, and the FBI guys kill his son. So what would you do if you own property in rural anywhere in America, you hear gunshots and your fucking son's dead and you don't know what's going on. And it's a bunch of dudes in ghillie suits. So he winds up locking himself and barricading himself in the cabin 
and then they deploy uh, the FBI hostage rescue team, HRT. I actually interviewed one of the guys that was at in he was in the sniper site um, as a sniper for FBI HRT when this went down. So um, long story short, they kill his wife as well. Shoot his wife while she was holding a baby while she was holding a baby. They think I talked talking to the, one of the snipers. They thought that um, he was charging them. Um, into their position, but he was fake charging. Like he was like, he was making like a gesture like he was charging. So they got panicky and they started breaking shots off at him. They, I don't know if they wounded him, maybe he wounded him, but he gets in, he gets back inside. And so they dump the next person they saw, which happened to be the wife. So they end up barricading the place even more. And his ex commander, is the one that basically does a call out and gets him to negotiate and then eventually gets him to surrender. So all this is said and done, the FBI is found in the wrong. They sue the FBI, they win. It's a it's an insanely controversial topic. But if you look at the FBI, two of the successes, I mean, there was guys who got awards from the FBI on that fucking mission. Like even the, though it was proven that they were in even, the wrong. Yeah, even though it's proven they were in the wrong. Like Waco is a good example of it as well. But this is what I'm talking about. Like there's a there's a breakdown between organizations in the government and their powers that be and and likely a cascade, a tipping point of mistakes that cascaded into the catastrophe that it was. Well, I could listen to that all day, but that's Joe Rogan. <clears throat> but that's a uh, Ruby Ridge. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, wow. yeah, they do it all the time. All the time they do it. They did it in Waco too. And then they because I remember Waco, I was a lot younger and I was like, oh, what's this David Koresh guy? You know, the news is all like, oh, this guy's crazy and all that oh, stuff. Yeah, he's a dictator. He's trying to practice religion. That's all they're trying to do. And they made up some stuff like they're running guns and drugs and they're hostages. And they just came in there and torched the whole place. Because he had a bunch Look, of guns you, and they were all living there. But he just, was abusing underage children. I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't was he convicted of that? Because that's kind of the point I'm, I'm about to make is that where's the due process when they come in heavy guns like that and they kill you? Is that your due process? <laughs> Shoot first. Is it because we're pretty sure something was going on there? I mean, because the Constitution doesn't matter anymore because the Constitution was written so many years ago. We're smarter than that now. Now we can just look at a situation or news report and we can make some sort of a due process determination on, on free ass Americans out there doing whatever it is America wants to do their pursuit of happiness. When you have a Justice Department that's willing to throw away that because there's what did you hear anything about the FBI having a warrant to be out there to do the surveillance? No, no, they didn't. They didn't have a they didn't. They had a search warrant for uh, 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 Waco, but they went in that hard. They went with ladders, second story entries into breaking windows. I mean, what's shooting a, the what's dogs. a person supposed to think? Yeah, shooting the dogs. Uh, and they tried to deny it for years, but I think the evidence is pretty much uh, sure, Pat, now that they come in with the uh, uh, M88 and the M1 Bradleys and actually caught that damn place on fire thinking these people were going to run out, and they didn't. They wound up burning women and children to death, and none of them, not one of them inside there, no matter how guilty you think they were, none of them were. Because we had the I don't think, yeah, I don't think any of them were guilty. I, you know what? I don't know if they were or were not. I mean, they're, I, I mean, know. they're saying David Koresh or something had some kind of control, and he was marrying like the you know, you know, pretty much all the females. He had no, all the right. males and females. Stuff, media what, what I do, what I do know is, is that when we start looking as the Constitution is getting to the way of what we need to do, then that's a problem with our government because they all we can't say whether well, you think they were doing anything or not. They have the presumption of innocence. They had no due process. They're dead. That's just the way it worked out. They were the government killed them um, and they, they provoked them. Same thing with Ruby Ridge. The guy's story, I think, is right. I believe they did wound him. He goes inside. She comes out next with the child in her arm thinking, I think she was going to try to get them to stop shooting. And she thinks the child would they wouldn't shoot the child. But they did went around the child and popped her and killed her dead on the porch. But uh, no warrant. They, they didn't do that. Um, uh, Scalia wrote in an opinion, and I want to say it was the. Um, Gantt decision on uh, incident to arrest, which was a Supreme Court decision. But I believe there because incident to arrest is 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 an exception to having to get a warrant. 
but in his opinion, and I'm not saying verbatim, I can find it and pull it up verbatim. It's actually very interesting the way he described it. But he described it as like law enforcement is always looking for the exigent circumstance when a warrant is not required. When they when you should be look when they should be looking at it as a warrant is always required. When is a warrant needed? Always. And that's the way a law enforcement officer should look at it. Can I go on this person's property? Well, I need a warrant. That's where you start. I need a warrant to get that. I need probable cause to obtain said warrant. What would you but, do, uh, Lanou, if let's say you had a son that's, you know, your pride and joy, and he's, I don't know, you know, 17, 25, somewhere in there. And all of a sudden that someone's just shooting at this dude in your front yard and you're out there in some kind of a, you know, situation where you're out in the woods. I mean, what would you do? Just go straight crazy on somebody? I'd defend my child, defend myself. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Like in the same and I, situation, and I wouldn't, you I wouldn't try to figure out why is this person there in a ghillie suit. I wouldn't shoot the wound. I don't do that's just not the way it's done. No, absolutely. Man, you I don't would, at some point say, look, I don't know that I would have bunkered sorry, up. I'm the FBI. Look, I apologize. Let's start from here. Look, this was a mistake. Please give up. You don't, you just surround and start shooting. If somebody's got their hands up in surrendering. Yeah. And I'm not going to shoot somebody like that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's hey, interesting you put it, that you put it, it, you, put it you put my dead, you put my dead kid in there. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. You yeah. pumping holes in them, baby. You pumping holes in them. They got gilly suits. Yeah. You're like, what I, the hell? You're probably like, what the hell is going on? I don't know that. I don't now? know that we'd ever gotten to the we'd gotten to the point where they'd have an opportunity to raise their hand and try to, to explain what they're there for. I think I could shoot faster than that. Yeah, but the Ruby Ridge. I'm not familiar with the story, but they had them held up for a while now. Several days, maybe even weeks. I mean, at some point, can they say, look, here's what happened. I'm sorry, and, and go down through it. That, that, I, I didn't. Was that none of the narrative there? No, they're there to put him in jail. They oh. surrounded him, in the, and they're there to put him in jail. And uh, in, in the day his wife gets killed is when I think it's the same day he surrenders. Um, I didn't recall, or maybe I never even knew that his commander was the one who talked him out of it. Uh, maybe I knew that, but I, don't, I didn't recall it right off the get as far as the story. But, so he's alive today, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's alive today. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I don't know. I just don't know if he's still alive today. He was, he was probably in his forties back in. Well, he didn't uh, die in that 90s, situation. Early nineties. He said they said he, he sued and they got money from the government. Mm -hmm. And Rebel, I think that wasn't too terrible long. Maybe three or four, or five years ago is when he that judgment come through. It was some years later. Oh, I'm sure they tried to hold it up as long as they could. The government don't want to pay on their wrongs. You know what I mean? Go and admit the wrong number one. Now with like DNA evidence that have been locked up for like 20 years. I saw just some dude was locked up for like 25 years. DNA evidence came in and they gave the guy like $300,000. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. For 20 years? Yeah. Yeah, man. Jesus. If you're going to find justice, you won't find it in the justice system. You go into court, you're standing in a building paid for by the government, sitting in a chair paid for by the government, at the table paid for by the government, drinking out of a glass, a cup of water is paid for by the government, the judge is paid by the government, the bailiff's paid by the government, the jurors that come in there get a sniping from the government, and the DA or your prosecutors paid for by the government. It's you and your attorney, the only private citizens in that motherfucker. Where do you find injustice? Yeah, it's tough, especially in certain courts like you see what they're doing with Trump. In New York, he's not going to cut no fair shake. I mean, certain places, I guess you get a fair shake, but not New York City and not Trump. Got Look, when they right. say nobody's coming to save you, they're correct. The only thing that saves us is we go back to that Constitution. The Constitution protects us from it all. And that, that's really what this that comes down to. When I say we talked about yesterday bringing in a hammer, that's what I want to see. I want to see you knock away all this other bullshit, what we think is important, and get down to the laws. I want Only laws I really would like to see in the beginning is laws that Congress, a Congress didn't write. And the only laws that are in effect in the United States that an elected body didn't write are those in the Constitution. Howie Mandel With, tried to school. Uh, without it, we're lost. This gentleman right here, anybody know who this is? Yeah, we know Mr. Kennedy. A clinical trial study, you had 22,000 people who took the vaccine and 22,000 people who got the placebo. And what if the result was after six months, they had to hand that data to FDA in order to get the emergency use authorization what that data showed that in the vaccine group there was one COVID death of 22,000 people over six months right in the COVID in the unvaccinated group there were two COVID deaths 
so of 22,000 people. So that allowed the company to tell the public the vaccine is 100% effective. Because- 100%, but that's a, that's a misnomer. 100% effective in as far as, because I saw people on the news going, well, I got the vaccine, I still got COVID. They never said you won't get COVID. They just said that the it'll kind of pull back the severity of it. So the- I mean, this kind of stuff, dude. Nothing's ever going to happen, baby. Nothing's going to happen unless we do something. That's the whole thing about it. You got to get out, vote. You got to get rid of all these dumb fucks, man. It's all, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like we're controlled by idiots. And then uh, the problem is there's only a few people that are paying attention. Like you're paying attention. I'm paying attention. Joe Lanou's paying attention. And the rest of the world, you know what I mean? They're doing whatever. They're going to sporting events. They're worried about the Buffalo Bills shoveling snow. Or they're worried about, you know, who's doing winning basketball. Is LeBron the GOAT? There's so many distractions out there that people would just come together and focus on these people that we are electing and they just do all this dumb shit. They give all this money everywhere until we grab a hold of them by their balls and tell them, hell no, we're not putting up with this no more. Like, that's what I thought Speaker Johnson was going to do. He's going to release the tapes. We're going to get one bill spending, but they're not. They all get in there. They're all... They're all part of the machine. They all getting handouts. They're all getting donations. They're all of a sudden, you know, they got their Gucci belts on. They got their coach purses. They're feeling good. But if we don't get out, if we don't get out and vote, people, you got to get out and vote. You got to get rid of the nonsense. Don't fall for the stuff that you're seeing on TV. If the TV is talking about it, it's a lie because they're paid to read a teleprompter. They're not writing that shit. You think... They're writing that? No. They're a bunch of morons spending money, having fun, doing blow, having orgies. You heard that one guy up in Congress talking about what's going on. They're all lizard people, baby. They're all lizard people. Get them out. Yeah, I heard Dave Chappelle talking about it, right? (laughs) Who was that? The dude with the wheelchair. He said, I I don't disagree that there are all these drugs and all these parties and stuff and all these things going on, but this paraplegic in the wheelchair, I think it's bullshit that they invited you to these parties. I mean, what yeah. are you going to do? Just wheel around and snitch on people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's. I don't know which to believe on, on that cat, but uh, I don't disbelieve. I don't disbelieve what he says. I think. I think uh, DC is a, is a cesspool. I, I really do, and I think it's gotten worse over the years. I'm I'm 54 years old. I've been following politics since probably 1990. Right, right at the beginning of Desert Storm is when I realized that uh, I could see places I was about to go on the news. So I started paying more attention to that in politics. But um, uh, it's it's gotten worse. And the problem is we've gotten, as, as an as electorate, we've gotten dumber. People don't realize that the Constitution's happening all around them. They don't understand what it is. And I, I know I harp on that a lot. But everything we do, everything we do from the, from the way we work, the way we get paid, all comes down to what's in that constitution is what the, the constitution doesn't give us anything. It restricts the government from doing things to us. And we should be looked at as individuals. The, the, in my lifetime, I've watched them push to go from home ownership to now we call it housing because, you know, individuals own property, but you know, subjects live in housing. Um, I've watched them put every, try to push everybody into some sort of a bo- block, whether it be their sexuality or the color of their skin or the ethnicity or where they come from. Everybody's got to be in a group when we're individuals. If we're individuals, we're not really in a group. I'm doing what's best for me and my family. You guys do what's best for you and your family. And it actually, by us being somewhat greedy, we help each other out. Uh, if I go and do real well, then the Walmart in my area is going to do a little bit better. The clothes store is going to do a little bit better. I'm going to order a few more things off Amazon because I'm going to keep, keep some things moving, helping somebody else trying to do the same thing that I'm doing, provide for their own. That's the way this economy works. Anytime you get uh, the government's hand on the magic hand, it doesn't work like that any longer. It doesn't work correctly. And, and I think we're getting close to a point where something's going to break because we've been jacking with it since at least the 70s. All right. Well, my friends, that is all there is to it. We're an hour and three minutes in. There's still five people listening to us. We thank you. Come tune in to us. I'll hey, tell you what, before we go, are we, are we not going to talk about the Fannie Willis uh, news broadcast Fanny, there? If you have something to say, let's bring it up there. Bring it up. I think this is interesting. Once again, this one just within the last few hours, Congressman Jim Jordan, chair of the House Judiciary Committee, announced the investigation 
In a letter, he expressed concern about politi politically motivated prosecutions and potential misuse of federal funds. And this comes just days after one of the defendants in the election interference indictment moved for his charges to be dismissed over an alleged improper relationship between Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade and Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis. The committee cites this alleged relationship in its letter and states, quote, we believe that you possess documents and information about the coordination of the Fulton County District Attorney's Office with other politically motivated investigations and prosecutions and the potential misuse of federal funds and goes on to state, quote, the committee has serious concerns about the degree of improper coordination among what politicized What that is, that's actors, a letter to his office telling him to preserve. We believe you have records, so preserve them. Biden's chief political opponent. Now, D.A. Willis has been subpoenaed to testify in Wade's divorce proceedings. Neither has responded to the allegations. We do know Wade was in court today during the latest hearing in the Georgia election indictment. Political reporter Doug Reardon will have a closer look at today's court proceedings live at 5. The other significance of that is that Tefani um, was um, subpoenaed to, to be deposed in the special prosecutor's divorce trial. So she'll have to be under oath answering questions, and, and there's every, all this will be talk, brought up. So and you said that they're probably going to be asking about where you having sexual relations with this person or that person. It's going to get deep. It's going to get some yeah. drama. Why, why, why else would you be deposed in a divorce case? <laughs> yeah. What else are they going to ask? Separation always has a yeah. name. <laughs> yep. Well, that's all I got, my friend. It was a good show, and there'll be more shows. So you guys tune in next time. Hopefully, it'll be tomorrow. Hopefully, it'll be tomorrow. But it'll be soon for sure. And, Sounds uh, good. Hell yeah, man. What do you think, Lanou? Good one? I think so. Hope all, all right, you guys uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. You too, my friend.